to the Badger Politic. I'm Scott Stearns. Good evening. Almost here, Scott. Hey, Paul. How's it going? A week away from a day that we've been waiting for for four years now, I suppose. And hopefully to avoid for longer years afterward. We are on the verge of seeing Joe Biden elected president. We don't have it yet, but it might happen. Not yet. I mean, everything looks pretty good. I mean, obviously, four years ago, people thought things were looking pretty good then, too. Just anecdotally, what I would say is that when you compare 2016 to 2020, it's really a different ball game for numerous yeah. reasons. But, you know, if you just zoom in on the polling for a moment, Biden has been just consistently in the lead since basically right. basically since he locked up the primary. And Sanders was conceding. I mean, it's been just a constant lead around 51, 52% yeah. to Trump's low 40s. And there's been some ebb and flow, but I mean, a lot of that you could even chalk up to noise. It wasn't like, you know, when the RNC happened not long ago. Yep. It's, it's not like Trump got like a five to 10 point bump and he overtook Biden for, you know, a weekend or whatever. That didn't materialize at all. Right. That didn't happen. That might have happened to one of the pro-Trump polls, like Rasmussen mm-hmm. or something, but not, and not in anything that was reputable. It looks like the turnout is going very well when you model it uh, geographically, I should say. Mm-hmm. Not as strong in the in-person early vote, but we knew that there was going to be some catch-up. Sure. Half of the 2016 electorate has already voted in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's um, crazy. So over 1.5 million people that's... voted so far. I mean, I'm assuming that today's numbers put it over 1.5. It was 1.43 million this morning. Um, it's been going up 100,000 100, a day. Um, yeah, I mean, it just it shows you the level of enthusiasm that is out there. Obviously, we're going through a pandemic, and people, for right. obvious reasons, are leveraging the systems in place to vote outside of the polling place, vote by mail, do early voting. But it just shows you, I think, that people are just chomping at the bit to take action and just get this right. done. And it's generally been in Democratic areas. The downside is city of Milwaukee has only been about 6% of the totals coming in since the early in-person started. So you'd like to see it a little higher, but I still think it's okay. I think the suburbs have been pretty robust and uh, in Milwaukee County anyway are going to be really good. I think that, you know, I know the Waukesha County suburbs is starting to show up though with in person early voting. So that's a cautionary flag. Yeah. Well, we should mention too that this year is different from last time in that the, the early voting is very limited to just a a few weeks. I mean, the one thing we were able to do is put up, 14 sites in the city, which Mm -hmm. is the largest number, at least in my memory. The response to them has been pretty good. You know, they've been getting about 4,000 a day Mm -hmm. in these sites, between them all, and concentrated really on the north side. So you are actually seeing the turnout in the north side pick up. You actually saw a lot of more white kind of liberal areas already turn out a lot of voters in the vote by mail. Mm -hmm. So. That's reason to not worry too much, too, I would say. Well, uh, one, city, yeah. the, the good thing is, too, that the city, even before the early voting began, did install 
drop boxes for yeah. absentee ballots. And they were at several locations, primarily libraries around the city, where people right. could go and drop their ballot off. They were secured and they were collected daily. And so you could bypass the problematic situation with the post office currently and not have to worry mm-hmm. about your ballot either getting lost or delayed. Particularly now, we're a week out from election day. It really, if if you haven't sent in your absentee ballot in Wisconsin at this point, you probably are going to be better off either dropping off your ballot directly with your clerk, or if they do have drop boxes in your municipality, do that. But I wouldn't drop it off at this point in a mailbox or at the post office. No, Um, too late. No, I wouldn't. wouldn't And if you're listening to this podcast, it's way too late. Yeah. No, there's drop boxes everywhere. The drop box. Because they're going to be open till 7.30 on election night. 7.30 election night to allow them time to transport them to the central count. Or just go vote at your polling place. at that point. Destroy your ballot. As long as you're in line by 8 o'clock p.m., you will be allowed to vote no matter how many people are waiting in front of you. So we've had, uh, yeah, 120,000 were cast in the city of Milwaukee as of this morning. Okay. As of this morning, there were still eight days to go. By comparison, there was 246,000 cast four years ago. The other thing, too, related to the absentee ballots and the reason why you want to get your ballot in ASAP, the U.S. Supreme Court turned back a lower court ruling that would have allowed people to send in their absentee ballots as long as they were postmarked by November 3rd. That was struck down, and Brett Kavanaugh wrote an interesting decision and used vermont law to say they didn't change their election laws before this thing and they actually did it was i don't know i could barely understand it it was pretty convoluted yeah it kind of opened up a challenge to vote late arriving vote (laughs) in other states so yeah pretty scary stuff yeah Uh, that was it so so yeah what other races are you following scott the state assembly and state senate uh potential for the democrats to pick up their robin voss down there don't count on the senate the assembly is looking i'd have to agree uh, with uncle rick on that one (laughs) Uh, we're gonna they're gonna hold serve probably i mean there is one seat that the democrats hold in the outskirts of the minneapolis area the problem is it contains some real rural areas though Mm -hmm. in the western part of the state we want it in an off cycle and i think we're going to lose it okay and so then we're going to go down to 13 seats and if they were to lose two more they would actually lose the veto power but hopefully they're going to retain the hansen seat in the green bay area jonathan hansen dave hansen's nephew is running for the seat as the dim and it looks like they're tied um is what i've heard Okay. And then we're ho- trying to hold on to a seat that Jen Schilling had in the lacrosse area. And the nightmare is that we'd lose all three. Yeah. That one actually looks really strong, though. Brad Bath, who was the state agriculture secretary designee, and then the Republicans fired him because whatever. Uh, he's decided to run for the Senate. And I would say that Brad Bath has a pretty strong chance of winning. The Democrats have two seats they're trying to pick up. One is in the Milwaukee area against Alberta Darling. Right. Some promising data was coming out of there, but it does okay. contain, again, it's it, about a third of that district is very conservative. Yep. And Alberta Darling is spending a ton of money now on TV ads. I think people have seen them. And then there's one in central Wisconsin, which is an area that's really trended poorly for the Democrats in recent cycles. But perhaps with Biden, the guy who's running is a retired cop. Okay. So we might have a chance. But yeah, it's, I wouldn't count on There's, that. In a, in a year like this, I mean, there are potential surprises and, and coattails. 
we're looking at that nationally too, obviously with some of these uh, competitive Senate seats. Yeah. I, mean, I don't expect that, you know, when you look at Mitch McConnell, I think that's a tough uphill battle there. Right. I, don't ex- I don't expect that he'll lose, but um, it's at least been a competitive seat for a change, which is nice to see. The Colorado seat with Cory Gardner, that seat's looking promising. Yeah. Arizona, Arizona. Georgia, John Ossoff may be able to pull that yeah, out. Yeah, you look, I was so critical of when he lost that house seat a few years ago. <laughs> we talked about it on this podcast, but he yeah. looks like he's got a stronger campaign this time. So, yeah. and Jamie Harrison, I mean, look at all that yeah. money he had I mean, against Lindsey Graham. It would be know, quite I, a steal. It would be quite a prize to take out Lindsey Graham, but, uh, you yeah. know, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility for sure. I think Collins is probably going to hold on in Maine. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm kind of banking on her losing. If they can't beat that one, I don't know. I mean, she did. Then we got to hold on to Gary Peters. Yeah, that's one of the tougher ones um, that uh, the Dems are defending this year. So how many do we have? We have 47 in the U.S. We're going to lose Doug Jones. We think. Uh, Yeah, I mean Alabama. That's going to be a tough one to keep in presidential election year. But then we pick up Arizona and Colorado. So then. That puts yeah. us back at 48, and then you mm-hmm. want Collins, and then well, Montana? I mean, you got two seats in Georgia, so right. that's, that's the thing. And North then, Carolina, Montana, mm-hmm. South Carolina. If you're counting on winning Maine, that gets you to 49, and then you need, if Biden wins, you need one more seat. So, yeah, you got to get to 50 with the vice president breaking the tie. Gideon's been leading Collins in the polling. Collins okay. made, oh, she is? Yes. She's been, she's been up. Oh, that's good. So, okay. I mean, it's it's certainly... Oh, you know, Iowa. How's yep. Teresa Greenfield looking? Joni Ernst has been underwater in some of the polling, but I think recently she may have sure, yeah. a little bit. That one's yeah. definitely neck and neck. So I don't know that uh, we can count on that one. But again, Iowa is uh, kind of soured on Trump a little bit. We'll see if we can swing that one. That would be a nice pickup if Biden was able to pick up Iowa. I, I don't is know the, that I, I put money on it, but. Yeah. Is the one you're thinking we're going to win is North Carolina to, to get to 50? Cal Cunningham. Uh, versus yeah. Tillis, I think if we pick that one up. So, so you only need one, right? And there's a bunch of almost 50-50s. So yep. the odds of you getting one are pretty decent, you mm-hmm. think. That's assuming you win the Collins seat still. You kind of um, need that one. If you, if you win the presidency. Right. If those things don't happen, well, then it's probably going to be a shitty night. That's yeah. kind of a bellwether. Well, the pres- we don't win the presidency. It's going to be a shitty night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to. I mean, regardless, I winning the both houses of Congress would be yeah something of a. I, I, I don't know. We've seen over the past few years, and now the Dems have had the House since eighteen, which mm-hmm. means you can you can at least block stuff from getting railroaded through, except when it comes to things like judicial nominations mm-hmm. and, and and the president's cabinet and you know things like that. Yesterday, now Justice, Supreme Court Justice, Amy mm-hmm. Coney Barrett has been confirmed. You know, they rammed that thing through and, you know, didn't think twice about compromising their own supposed principled stand of 2016 with considering a Supreme Court nominee in a presidential election. We knew it never actually believed in that. It was just a way to block a Democrat from having a nominee on the court. And four years later, now they are looking at a six to three majority on the court which is yeah. problematic for a number of reasons, everything from healthcare to reproductive rights to the environment, so a whole number of issues. 
it's going to be something to watch for the foreseeable future until things turn around. What's your prediction for the Senate? You think we're going to get it or? You know what? I'm just going to go out on the limb. I don't want to get too crazy or overly optimistic, but I'm going to say they take it. You know, and I don't know, maybe it's 50, 50 yeah. or 51 seats. I don't think it's going to be, you know, 54 I'm seats. 51. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice to see. I, I, I like 51. I think well, yeah. 51 is doable. I, think, I like Montana to mm-hmm. flip our way. Uh, I, I, I kind of feel good about either. I kind of feel good about Iowa. I kind of I mean Ernst has been kind of hemorrhaging there. Yeah, I think you're going to get two of the following four, which would be Georgia, Iowa, North Carolina. Yep. And well, then Collins in Maine. Maine. Yep. I think you'll get two of those four, and then you'll get Arizona. I think Arizona and Colorado are guaranteed. I think they're given. Yep. I, I agree. Say. I think they're in the bag. Yeah. I think they sneak out one other one, and I think it's Montana. Obviously, you got a, the other Georgia seat on the menu. You got South Carolina, right. um, you, you know, Texas, and the Reach menu. Yep. Yeah, Alaska, I guess. Hopefully, you hold Kansas, Michigan. I've heard that would be the thing that would got knock it. you back down. You got to hold the Peters Washington seat. Michigan, but if it's a good night for Biden with good turnout, that should be enough to um, put him over. I mean, it's probably closer than you want it to be, but it should be enough. What do you think Biden's going to do? How many states? Like, what are we thinking for electoral count? Yeah. Uh, you know, let me go to the map. Da, 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 da. Yeah. This is without him winning Florida. I've got Biden with 306 electoral votes to Trump's 232. Okay. Now I've got, and if you if you want to zero on in any particular states, I've got him winning North Carolina, I've got him winning Virginia, I've got him winning Pennsylvania, I've got him winning both seats in Maine, I've got him winning Michigan, Wisconsin, I've got him winning one of the split districts in Nebraska. And let me guess, Arizona. And Arizona, correct. That takes you to 306. Now, if you get Florida, if you can pull off Florida, which is not out of the realm of possibility by any means, that takes someone to 335 to 203. So, I mean, that's a a huge night. Florida would be the big coup for sure. Well, and something like that means that we get a call sooner as well. Because Pennsylvania, it sounds like we're going to be waiting days for the Pennsylvania count to be completed because they've extended the deadline today anyway. I mean, who knows what the Supreme Court will decided some other right. day but um for right now it well, sounds also, like they're gonna be able to count the votes for a few more days after the election well there's also texas iowa and ohio that's the landslide i think those might yeah if they win texas i mean it's just it's a huge night we may not be there yet it'd be nice because cycle. it would it would absolutely end trumpism oh yeah and i think it would help bring the country together if you got texas i really do well, think, I think that would just, be a big thing it would be a huge statement and it would be obviously yeah. a more diverse coalition of states that you're right. staring at. If you get Texas and Florida, I'm not predicting that by any stretch, but uh, I'm just saying, you know, wish list. Yeah. No, <laughs> so. and there is a case to be made that you could maybe get Texas and not Florida. Now, the polling's yeah. all over the place. It generally would favor Florida, but, you know, uh, Texas actually has fewer Cuban Americans, more Mexican Americans. They might be a little more likely to vote Democratic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very diverse. Uh, it has a lot of white rural areas, though, and small communities so i don't know about texas yet but it's close don't sleep on it at all well, i mean something, um, something that would should keep republicans up at night is the fact that these states are now in the mix if the democrats can compete in texas and take it in one out of two or three election cycles 
that's very problematic for the Republicans staying a relevant national party. Because well, with California basically out of the mix for them, they can't make that up. No, we have the four largest states. So uh, also like Texas, on a small scale, it would be a Texas-style victory, though, if we were to win the Wisconsin State Assembly. I know that that's not something a lot of people spend a lot of time thinking about, but if you don't like uh, the fact that we don't have a coronavirus policy in Wisconsin, yeah. and nobody's gone to work in the state capitol 180 How many, days. Yeah, 180 days since the state legislature has right. met. And yeah. the irony is that members are quoted in the paper as saying, like, well, there's nothing for us to do. But yet, right, then, right. But then every time that the governor takes action... They take him to court yep. to try to stop him. They're depending on judges to strike down anything that the governor is trying to do about this pandemic so the, in the state. The Democrats need a net gain of 14 to take the majority. So keep an eye out. I will um, try and post something about the races between now and this election. Cool. For president, I like your 306 prediction. I think yeah. that's a good, safe prediction. I think we're going to be fine in the Rust Belt states, and I think that extends to Pennsylvania. I think so, too. So, I mean, there's, um, they've obviously been the Trump campaign has obviously been very laser-focused on Pennsylvania because they understand that if they lose Pennsylvania, that's tough to make up. I mean, they could make up a Wisconsin by, you know, getting Arizona or picking something else off. But I think if they lose a Pennsylvania, it may be game over for them. I think we're going to get those. Plus, I think we're going to get either Arizona or North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And yep. I think there's Florida's even money. You know, I would feel actually really at home in this country that we finally came to our senses if we had the kind of authoritative win that included Georgia, Texas. It'd be great to see. Iowa and Ohio. You know, like yep. if you get those that's your landslide and that's, a, that's, a that's really state. what we need it's a huge statement <laughs> you know? the greater distance you put between biden and trump i mean the less able in the realm of public opinion they're able to put together some narrative where you know there were shenanigans and this can't be trusted and we're going to fight one or two states in courts and you want to shut the door on a lot of that and the way you do that is by picking up a lot of states that nobody expected you to get in the first place but we don't need texas to get that no I mean, you don't i think but no, don't tell don't. me we need Texas to get Biden to be president. I mean, no. we need Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Yeah, I mean, um, you, you need those. I mean, that's your minimum. And then the next one is probably Arizona, and then you go from there. And right. maybe you get Georgia. If you, and then if it's really a good night for you, maybe you get Florida, and you just keep on building on that. Actually, if we get Arizona, we can give up Pennsylvania as long as we get the second district of Nebraska. Um, or the other main district. That yeah. gets you to 270. Right. Um, I, I, I hate thinking about that 269 vote scenario. I don't, that gives me like No, you don't need 269 <laughs> if you get No, Nebraska. I know. <laughs> but so, you, brought up, you brought up the one electoral vote in Nebraska. And that, <laughs> I don't want it to well, come Well, it is. That Obama <laughs> carried it. It's, and so that's the urban. Uh, yes. Right? The Obama did carry that one, right? Yes, that's, that's the Omaha. Urban one in Nebraska, I believe that's Omaha, basically. correct? Yeah, so it's like carrying yeah. Milwaukee County almost. Right, I mean, right. it's not that hard to do. And maybe not quite that, but, you know, it's pretty easy to do. All right, listeners. Well, hopefully we can do a um, couple posts with our 270 to win maps. Yeah, we'll throw some images up there so that people can uh, take a look at what we're thinking. I'll have to grab mine. All right. All right, folks. Don't forget to vote November 3rd. Forward. Forward. Forward.